The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet god dang earth where we pick anything and everything to face off in an eight subject bracket elimination tournament this is elite eight showdown i am your host big chuck and i am joined once again by my comrade my cohort my co-conspirator more importantly my co-host tim when he comes home it's always champagne on ice that's nice mentality france tim what's going on man (laughs) hey uh not too much man how are you uh i am i am doing i'm doing you know what i'm doing great i'm doing fantastic but we do have to kind of like address something yeah uh so if i can just kind of preempt you there i probably know what you're talking about i'm not positive but listen man i haven't been paid in about a month and a half at this point and i have not signed off on any of these expenditures that were repurposing uh, my income um, so we cannot be doing this going forward. Um, I'm willing to let what's happened so far be behind us, but, but going forward, I, you know, um, you do not have the authorization to redistribute, um, my paycheck. Actually, that's not what I was talking about, Tim. Actually, HR came to me, uh, and told me as part of like the negotiation to getting out of the really, really expensive lawsuit for the wrongful termination uh, with Timothy from the research department, I was going to have to issue a uh, public apology. Um, well, I think you probably should apologize. Uh, I mean, apparently I should. So, uh, uh, Timothy the re- from the research department, I, I just want to say... Uh, on behalf of Tim France, I am so, I am sorry that we tried to kill you. I um I want to make it clear that I didn't sign off on on him going into that at all. I knew it was against the union, and and I did not approve it. Right, but but you were the reason why he got fired. So I'm just like apologizing on your behalf. I, I also to, just to remain very clear, uh, I did not fire him. Um, did not uh, intend to let him go. Uh, any paperwork that um, has my signature on it uh, was not signed by me. I, I don't use um, explosions over the I in my name, nor do I write my name in um, tribal barbed wire font. Uh-huh. Tim, I mean, I you know you are a funny guy. That's why I brought you on here. You know what I mean? I brought you in as as my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, my co-host. But Tim, I thank really... you for apologizing. We really, really appreciate it. We can move on with the show. Let's just get right into Hold it. Hold on. I, I'd also like... really like it if you stopped calling me your co-conspirator because it assumes that I am an accessory to what you do here, and that is not the case. Uh, I mean... Comrade, cohort, co-conspirator, my co-host, like it all—it just kind of, oh, yeah, it works well. It works well. Tim, we gotta get right into it. Backyard Deathmatch Championship, Tim. Betty White has been chomping at the bit all week, man. 
all, the, the entire time she's been like, who's my next opponent? Who's my next opponent? I didn't get to murder somebody last week. Thanks, Timothy from the research department for fucking that one up and disappointing all these fans and Betty White. We need to we need to get her somebody, Tim. And I had somebody actually come to me. Yeah, that's right, Tim. Some, I had somebody someone volunteered. Yeah, someone volunteered. Somebody actually wants to try to take on Betty White. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So if we will head right down to the Backyard Deathmatch Championship Arena, a.k.a. the Backyard, the, I'd like to point out to him, we actually invested some money. Yeah, that's right. We have upgraded the ring from just the you know shitty ring base to a old boxing ring that I found in the dumpster. Guy, guy gave it to me for twenty one hundred dollars. Tim, thank you. Twenty eight. Twenty one hundred dollars. Twenty one. Tim, it's a ring. Look at the look at the production quality that we're already like we're making we're making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves, man. You know what I mean? We're the goddamn we're the Jeffersons over here. We're moving up to the east side, baby. Um, they, it, they pay it, me it, fifteen dollars a Tim, month. Do you Tim, know Tim? Tim. I yeah. did take that twenty one hundred dollars out of your paycheck for next week. That's just so you know. <laughs> that's hundred and forty paychecks, even of mine. That that's not next month's paycheck. That's eleven years of paychecks. You can't, Tim. Tim, we have to spend money to make money. We'll make it on the door. That's right, because the entire crowd is is filled in the in the backyard. We got a sponsorship. That's right, the Crystal. Skull, no, the Shattered Skull Brewery has sent over, of course, our signature drink to, you know, quench the thirst of not only all these fans, both for beverage, but for also bloodshed. Tim, here comes Betty White. She is America's grandma, known to her victims as the Oak Park, Illinois murderer. She is Golden Girls era Betty White in movie replica quality cosplay armor. Today, Tim, she's moving a little slow. That's a Mark One cave armor that I believe she built herself. Where, where is she getting all these suits? Tim, I'm not sure, Tim. I mean, it is Betty White. She can pretty much get whatever she wants whenever she wants. Oh, that's I learned true. that the hard way. All right, all right, Tim. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to know. You know, I, I suppose this is Golden Girls era Betty White. She. She probably has more money now than she ever will. So you're you're absolutely right. Also, Tim, she did get a beautiful championship purse last week, courtesy of you. Thank you very much. And her what? opponent, Tim, I I cannot believe that he volunteered, but he is the Great White North's favorite son, the local representative. That's right. A man who says he has nothing to lose because, damn it, Tim, he needs the money. That's right. It is Marcus Jackson, our local Santa that comes around every year Um, during Christmas in the gift shop. Tim, he is fighting. He is ready to go. Oh, Tim, he's wearing the Santa Claus outfit. Oh, Marcus. Oh, oh, Marcus. And it's not it's not terribly clean he knows this is a death match correct that i oh my god he's handing out presents to the children 
Oh my, did any, I, Tim, I told him what he was doing. Um, oh my, oh my God, Tim, what is, what is he doing? Oh, is. good Lord. Oh, he's, oh my God. He's, oh, he's taking letters. Oh no, Tim. It is May. It is May. Yeah. He, Tim, it doesn't look like he has taken off that, uh, mall Santa outfit like since Christmas. It, it, Tim, did did we do a mental background check on all of our employees before we hired them? No, I don't think he worked. I I think we use a temp service for him, don't we? I don't oh think we God. hire him directly. Well, you know what that means, Tim. He can fucking die, and it's gonna be okay. Tim, let's throw it right down now. Of course, Betty White does have the Betty White knuckle duster, which is a straight kick to the dick, followed by forty-seven light tubes till the inside of your brain becomes the outside of your. brain. I'm not really sure what he's got in that sack. Oh, it's it's still more. Oh, my God. It's more presents and it's everything that they asked for. Tim, is that a Nintendo Switch? We can't even find those right now. How did how did Marcus Jackson, our local Santa Claus, find a Nintendo Switch? Marcus can't afford this. Where did Marcus get these? I'm a, Tim, I'm a little uncomfortable about this. Should we should we stop this? This is um, probably not something that should happen, whether it's our liability or not. Oh my God, Tim, he is getting in the ring and he is squaring up against Betty White. It does look like he has gone with some type of Taipei deathmatch style. His gloves are wrapped and dipped in honey and then he dipped that into broken glass. Tim, it does look like he has come to fight. I I don't know what to say to any of this. Tim, I would recommend you go down there and, oh my god, Betty White just kicked him straight in the dick! Holy shit! And, yup, Tim, I'm not sure that the children should be seeing this. Um, this is not... This is not good for I'm us. I'm really... I, I mean, I, I love bloodshed. And oh my god, she just slit his throat with a broken light tube. Oh lord, have mercy. Tim, he was Tim, he was just a, a man trying to make some money and you just sent him to the water. I, I did not lord, sign Marcus up Tim. for this. You can't put that on me. Tim, God. Yes, kids. Fuck, Tim, this is a family show and you're just sending men to just be murdered by Betty White and Movie. I don't even know why. I guess I'm laughing to keep from crying. Betty White, Golden Era, Golden Girls Era. I'm. I can't even speak. Tim, you tell him who won. Good lord. Um, uh, Betty White is the victor this week. Can we get? Can we get some help down there? Good God. And everyone else loses. Oh my God. Tim, let's move on. Uh, we need to talk about a little review challenge we have going on here. At Elite Eight Showdown, let's, let's, yeah, can we get rid of that dead body? Yeah, let's like, move, what the let's, fuck? let's move Jesus. on as quickly as possible yeah. and, and never, never mention this again. Good Lord. Okay. Oh my God. Oh, Betty White is now just licking the blood up. Oh. Has anyone checked on Betty White's mental health lately? They've what cut the happening? cameras. Please tell me that they've cut the cameras to this. Um, no. In fact, people are now taking out their cell phones. Okay, let's cut that. Eh security sure we get all the cell phones thank you tim our 50 star our 55 star review 
challenge. That's right, Tim. I am issuing a special challenge here just for Elite Eight Showdown listeners. If we can get 50 five-star reviews, I will do a bracket, Tim. That's right. I will do a bracket. So, oh, just delicious that the fans will go nuts for Tim. It will be, we will crown my most embarrassing moment of my life. I will tell such stories as the time I pooped myself at work and my first kiss. Oh, that's right, Tim. All awkward, all cringeworthy, all fantastic for the ratings so there you go folks if we can get 55 star reviews on itunes we will do that episode i cannot wait uh actually i can wait i don't want to do it tim but i figure because i know that like nobody does fucking reviews that i we're never gonna have to do that show <laughs> ever in the history of the world well i never have to talk about the time that I kind of pretty much put a wet floor sign up my ass. Okay. What? Yeah. Well, if we can get 55 star reviews, I will tell that story. Um, Wow. I mean, yeah, I'll leave a review for that. Easy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. These are all real stories that I will be telling, but it won't matter, Tim, because we sure as hell are not going to get 55 star reviews on iTunes. That's for sure. Um, do we have someone to replace Marcus in the gift shop? I listen, we'll call the company and we'll get a new Santa Claus. Like I'm not terribly worried about it. Um okay. we should probably send flowers to his family though. Yeah. I mean his kid was graduating high school this year. Oh no. <sighs> yeah. His in fact <laughs> it's funny, I was talking with Marcus and the reason why he wanted to fight was because he wanted to help his kid pay for college. Um so we will be donating Tim's next month's paycheck to Marcus's son's college. Tim, thank you very much for offering that up. That is very sweet. Of you. Um, I'm already not going to get a paycheck for the next 11 years because of the ring. I mean, look, it's fine. Look, but look how that match was amazing, Tim. That was an amazing match. That is a match that should be stricken from the record <laughs> and never referenced ever again. Well, you know what should never be referenced ever again, Tim? That is professional casual dot. Yes, the website where you can find this show and many others, Tim. Professionalcasual.com. Check it out. You can see all of the show topics, reviews, uh, not reviews, but you can check out other shows that we offer as well as my beautiful face over there. Yeah, Tim, tell tell, tell the folks about the website because I actually head over, headed over to the website to listen to the other shows that you provide here at the professional casual network. Yeah. So professionalcasual.com, the homepage has the most recent episode of every one of the shows on the network from a grim podcast of perilous adventure to the space between presents the space between, um, and then elite a showdown. Uh, any new shows that come out will also be on there. Most recent episode on the front page, super easy to find and listen to. And then you can also look at, um, you know, some bios on the other hosts, the other people on the network, and uh, get a feed on news as well as listen to older and first episodes. That is right, Tim. The crowd is excited to now be entering into the ra- into the actual arena, the Elite H Showdown arena. The lights are on. We have a nice memoriam uh, set up already for Marcus. That was very sweet of us. Tim, thank you for uh, sponsoring that as well. 
This week's topic, Tim, I think will be a crowd pleaser. It's the best movie I've never seen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Tim. I mean, you got the show notes. I'm surprised you're so surprised by this. But yes, the best movie I have never seen. These are eight movies regarded as being the best in some aspect, be it just a really good action movie, be it a really thought out just Academy Award winning movie or a cult classic that everybody raves about. But for whatever reason, Tim, I've never seen these movies, at least not from start to finish, sat down, really watched and reviewed it. Maybe I've seen a few of them maybe on TV with commercial interruptions where I didn't get the the full movie or uh, I had somebody explain it to me so much that I just then never felt like I needed to go watch it. Oh, I've certainly experienced that. Uh, I, I'll be honest, not on this list because I have seen it, but that's what happened to Monty Python. The Holy grail was like, Mm. everybody told me all the funny parts. So for like years, I never saw it. Uh, I've never Um, watched Firefly or doctor who, because people rave about it so much. I just, I'm tone deaf to it now. That's fair. That's fair. I'm kind of the same way I did. I watched like the, I think what the, when they rebooted, it's like season nine, uh, or the ninth doctor, I guess it wasn't season nine. It was when the ninth doctor and I stopped at like 10. Um, but Tim, let's get right into it. The crowd is just excited. They've got their shattered skull brew going. Of course, shattered skull brew go ahead and check it out in the concession stand alleyway where Tim is standing there with his cargo pants ready to take your money in exchange for a delicious beverage. Totally not watered down and priced. Um, We've also restocked on um, in my cargo pockets, both Tums, um, watch batteries and 0.5 and 0.7 mechanical pencil lead. Oh, Tim, you are just a savior here. That is for sure. And of course, if you maybe don't, maybe you're not thirsty or not hungry, I highly recommend going over to patreon.com slash the professional casual. If you'd still like to sponsor this show and help us out every little bit helps. Maybe we can make sure that Tim actually gets paid this month. I don't know, but over there you will get bonus content. Things like the big Chuck in vlog, Tim, that's right. Uh, we will be, I will be posting a eh, probably monthly, but possibly even more vlog of my life behind the scenes, things I'm stoked on, whatever you want to call it. The first one, Tim, little teaser. I go crazy about uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath and the introduction of a very special character who is both a cop and a robot. That's right, RoboCop. Oh, mm-hmm. I've actually been incredibly impressed with the recent offerings of Mortal Kombat. They have done a great job of getting out there and like getting really interesting, like characters that we were always we were always like, man, I wish we could have gotten this guy in a fighting game. And they did a really good job of like curating that list. You can hear me rave about that over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Tim, let's get right into the bracket. Now, I did kind of seed these, I guess a little bit, but I seeded them like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I didn't do like one, eight, two, seven. Like I didn't do it that way. Like I guess how it's normally done, which I think is stupid. Mm-hmm. I just ranked them from one to seven. So Tim, the first movie, I would argue the number one ranked movie for me because I can't believe I've never actually watched it, like sat down and we'll just watch the whole movie is the Keanu Reeves special. The Wachowski, uh, I'm sure I'm saying that Wachowski. wrong. Wachowski. Yes. Uh, siblings now, no longer brothers. They both had gender reassignment surgeries. 
The Matrix, Tim. I've never oh. actually seen The Matrix. I've seen parts of it. I definitely probably have watched at least some of it on like cable television, but I definitely have never sat down on unedi- like unedited for, you know, like television. Mm-hmm. Start to finish, watched it. I think it's because when I was younger, man, everybody was obsessed with that movie. Like as a kid, like it was bu- it was the first time we ever seen bullet time in a movie, right? That like slow motion jumping running certainly off walls. to that extent. Yeah. Yeah. And we never we'd never seen that before. It was it was like dope looking because it was like futuristic and computers and the internet were like really just becoming a thing like of popularity and like common everybody was able to get their hands on readily right yeah it was 1999 the internet was like exploding and this kind of idea of like man there's a good possibility like we saw so we saw the machine takeover of term right Mm -hmm. but this is like dude we could live in the machines now right and that was like such a crazy concept for us but for whatever reason i think because it was was it rated r it might have been rated r and that's why my mom wouldn't let me see it maybe it was I don't, rem- I, feel like I don't recall. Maybe it's rated R, and that's why I couldn't go see it. But, which is hilarious, because my mom let me go see Starship Troopers when I was in second grade. Oh. And that was wildly inappropriate for When me. you were in second grade? I was in second grade when I saw Starship Troopers. So you were my, like seven? Uh, yep. Six, yeah. Uh, seven going on eight. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I saw that because um, there was the cartoon show, Roughneck Starship Troopers, that was for children. My mom unaware that there was a not appropriate movie uh, adults that kids should never go see in the theaters. And I was like, mom, it's like the same thing. And she let me go by myself. This is back when you didn't need parental. You just need somebody to buy the ticket. They didn't have to go in with you. Right. Yeah. And I saw Starship Trooper. It was the first time I ever seen a giant male penis in my life. Yeah. An adult male penis. And the first time I ever saw Bush. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, of course, the uh, the co-ed uh, shower scene, famous. from the-, uh, the research team actually just slid me a note, and uh, The Matrix was rated R. Oh, how nice of them to show up on uh, on your side, apparently. Well, um, nobody, nobody wanted to come hang out with me today. In fact, I was told, Tim, they would be taking a vacation day, uh, which they would get paid for. So, interesting. No, they're interns. They don't get paid. Well, have you been paying unionized. them? Tim, we have to pay them. They're union. It's been coming out of your... You're you're part of the budget anyway, so it's fine. Uh, but Tim, the has. Matrix. So it was the which couch, the which I can't say the Wachowski. Uh, thank you, God. And this was like their kind of like their first big, their big push for like movies. I don't know anything prior to them. This was the movie that put them on the map. This was the movie that made Keanu Reeves kind of a household name again, like because it was a more serious role in comparison to that other one that he was in, uh, Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, or Bogus Journey, much. Um, point yeah, break. the in Bill and Ted's uh, bogus journey, the the bunny and the grandma yeah. like scared the hell out of me as a kid. Bogus journey is like genuinely terrifying. Yeah, like they go they go to hell. Like the Grim Reaper was, was awesome though. I, I it was felt. dope. It was dope. And Station, like Station, was dope. Yeah, because it was two, but it was it was really one. Uh, I always thought that was I don't know. I love that and the but no 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 you know like air guitar just. Like, I love that. But like, so like, but he was, that was a comedic role. For right. Um, point, point break, a more serious role, but like not really like action. Right. Um, speed, another action movie. But again, it was like 
It was a summer blockbuster hit. It wasn't this extremely serious movie that like was satire for like a lot of things that were going on or could potentially happen. Right. Right. That's kind of what the the matrix becomes. And of course, my favorite bit of information about this is like, like Will Smith could have had the Neo role, which blows my mind, but he went on like record saying, yeah, I just knew I wasn't mature enough in my acting career to be able to do this role. That's why I turned it down. And of course he famously does Wild West. Uh, Personally, another one of my favorites. Yeah. But Tim, the Matrix opponent, a classic, and a totally different, uh, like, other spectrum of style and development. It's the Princess Bride, Tim. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Famously with um, Andre the Giant. Yeah. The only person that I actually know from the movie, except for the dude who says, inconceivable. Yeah, I know He's that. And a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. I like both I of those know. guys. No, okay, so the reason why I never saw The Princess Bride is because I constantly confused it for The Princess Diaries. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, so I always assumed that that's what the movie was, and I never understood why everybody was apeshit crazy about it. Yeah. And I also didn't know because I had, I think I maybe finally did watch The Princess Bride or no, I watched The Princess Diaries, and I couldn't figure out where Andre the Giant was because Andre the Giant was already dead when that movie came out. So I was like really confused about that. Was he really? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because he died in like the early 90s. He died shortly after they shot this. In fact, he may have died when they were shooting The Princess Bride because I feel like the uh, there's like a scene where like they do a silhouette of of him carrying somebody and it's no longer him. It's like maybe his stunt double or something because he was just in so much pain that he couldn't even finish the movie. And he died shortly after. Oh, sure. wow. Yeah. Of course, Andre the giant suffering from gigantism was just constantly always in pain. Um, there's a bunch of documents. It's really interesting, but I, and like, so I should like this movie, you know, it's, it is like fairy tale sword and sorcery. It's got Fred Savage in it. He's in the he's the kid that the grandfather is telling the story to. Yeah, I might I might be confusing that with never ending story. Yeah, you might. You are. Um, OK. All, you okay. also might be mixing it up with the rated uh, PG version of Deadpool, where Deadpool reads right. Christmas yes, story to is. Fred Savage. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, that is. So maybe this needs to be the movie that we watched here because I got no idea. I do know that uh, famously the line, uh, my name is Antonio Mantoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. Yeah. Um, Because a lot of kids that I went to high school with loved this movie and would just quote it all the time. And I would just stand there and be like, yeah, that was a thing that you guys talk about. So I have seen this movie and I will say, got to confuse the Princess Diaries all the time. Didn't understand why people were raving over it all the time. And then I watched it. And I will say, it's got action. It's got comedy. It's got a wrestler. I mean, that's pretty much any movie that the WWE has helped produce in a long time. That's very true. Except this actually Um, received a major theatrical release. And uh, widely, widely accredited as being a very good movie, unlike anything that the WWE has put out since probably No Holds Barred easily. I mean... They, they are notorious for putting out just not great movies, but they just needed somebody. Ah, they, they helped with the Marine, I guess. Didn't they do Moana? Because The Rock's in it? No, The Rock's... No, The Rock did his own thing. Oh. Rock has his own uh, production company, $7 
Studios, I think, production. Oh, wow. Which is famously because he had $7 to his name first got into wrestling. Bar- okay. No, he borrowed $7 from Bruce Pritchard when he went for his interview. It was something like that. They talk about it on the Bruce Pritchard podcast all the time. Okay. And Rock always, Rock always talks about it in like inspirational videos that I watch of The Rock because he is, he is an inspiration to me. Mainly because I just wish I'd like him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. But Tim, you have to pick a winner. What is going to go on to the next round? The Matrix or The Princess Bride? Best movie I've never seen. Uh, the Matrix is certainly a cult classic that was that was a huge hit with a couple groups for, for a while. But The Princess Bride is well-rounded. It's got something for everybody. I think it's an overall classic. Not a cult classic. I think Princess Bride is the one that certainly needs to move on. Ooh, interesting. Okay, folks, there you have it. The crowd goes insane. The Princess Bride advancing to the next round. Tim, our next bracket brought to you by Instagram. That's right. You can follow this network, The Professional Casual, on Instagram, The Professional Casual. You can follow us there. We are killing it on the plugs today. This bracket, we have Clockwork Orange Tint going up against Pacific Rim. Two very different movies. Yeah, they Um, are. uh... Very, very wide space. Now, Clockwork Orange. A, it's old. B, it's really weird and trippy, so I should probably like it. So that's like a win. The fact that it's old is like, I don't really like old movies Mm -hmm. because the quality more often than not just doesn't live up to what I'm used to as as an adult what i saw as a kid right because like as a as a kid we and you you as well um we saw the boom of like amazing technological advancements in movies yeah that like if we weren't like as you know we're unsophisticated unrefined movie lovers yeah i at least i i know i am unlike our friends over at the uh wreck my podcast where they are actual like theater majors Oh. And they like were movie dudes. So when they talk about movies, they always talk about like, oh, the way it was lit and the way it was shot and like how important the story was and all these. And I'm just like, I don't know, man, fucking explosion and boobs. That's what I love in movies. Yeah. I don't want anything that's going to make me think too hard. I, I don't get me wrong. I like some like hard thinking, heartfelt movies, but like I prefer a summer blockbuster over like, I don't know, saving private Ryan or something like that. Like a more mm. like heart, I'd rather I would rather watch Speed than Saving Private Ryan. Okay, you know you know what I'm saying. Uh, too yeah. uh, uh, funny enough, I don't even think I've ever seen Saving Private Ryan. So maybe that should have been on the should be an honorable mention for sure. Yeah, um, is it Diesel in that movie? I think so. Oh God, bless him. I, I love think. Him. I mean, oh, Saving Private Ryan. Do? I know that Matt Damon plays Private Ryan, so I'm assuming. I, I'm pretty certain it's a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, like, buddy movie. You know what I mean? I think they travel yeah, around, would... talk to Chris Rock. They're kind of angels or whatever. There's a poop monster. I'm pretty certain that's Saving Private Ryan. Oh, then I have seen that. Yeah. Both on television and original. All right. Yeah, so you're good. Yeah, okay. Oh, cool. Uh, I've seen Saving Private Ryan. Sweet. But, Tim, we're talking about Clockwork Orange versus Pacific Rim. Clockwork Orange, this, like, weird cult classic movie where I guess it's like gangs in London, from what I remember, mm-hmm. uh, kind of seeing about. I thought it was, I thought it was like the Warriors. So when I mentioned that to somebody, 
which I love the Warriors. I've seen the Warriors and I love it. They go, oh, it's nothing like the Warriors. Yeah, it is so nothing I, like the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I completely clocked out for the movie. I was like, oh, then I don't care anything about this. If it's not like the Warriors and it's like gang related, then mm-hmm. like, what are we even doing here? So I did not watch it. I also, I do know like there's an uncomfortable like rape scene. Yeah, right in the beginning. Yeah, like, I don't really want to, like, that probably turned me off at the time. But it's a movie that everybody raves about. Of course, it's based on a book that mm-hmm. everybody raves about as well. I'm not going to fucking read a book. If I'm not going to read Dan Cole's book, uh, <laughs> Lana's The Woman Without Fear, that you can find here at the Professional Casual Network, where they review it over at Big Fiction Energy, uh, I for sure am I, I, not going to go read this old-ass book that I'm probably not going to understand anything in. I mean, apparently you're not going to listen to that podcast either. We don't we don't review it. So the Big Fiction Energy podcast is uh, a voice acted read through of the story Lonnie Girl Without Fear. Um, so if you're not a huge fan of reading or if you're like Chuck and not a fan of listening to the other podcasts on the network, I would go over there and check out Big Fiction Energy podcast on the Professional Casual Network cuz you'll get uh the entire story of Lanny Girl Without Fear, chapter by chapter, voice acted by myself, Dan Cole, and and his, uh, you know, girlfriend Danny. Girl, oh, I didn't, I didn't know they, I didn't know they got a divorce and now they're back together. Wonderful. Yeah, I don't, uh, Tim. I I don't listen to anything that I'm not a part of. That's fair. Duh. Yeah. Did you? Has that not been more than abundantly clear about any of the other things that I plug around here? Pacific Rim, Job. a movie. Uh, which is actually one of like, okay. So I don't know why I've never seen it. It's got big monsters. It's got dope ass robots. It's got Charlie day. So that's, that's that last (laughs) thing you said uh, is the only reason I've been interested in seeing it. I haven't seen it, but it's got Charlie day in it. It's got Charlie day in it. And he's like, he's like the normal dude. He like, he's the funny guy, but he's like the, like, I don't know if I if I remember because uh, I'm solely remembering off the com- the trailers that he's like a uh, he's like the business dude for the robot team that has right. to go fight the like the kaiju monsters right Charlie Day reminds I- me so much of Daryl Blanchard like it's <laughs> uh, you are absolutely correct for our listeners who don't know who that is uh, he's a friend of ours who is <laughs> almost identical to Charlie Day it's kind of yeah. scary. Shout out, Daryl. I love both you and Charlie Day. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Why don't you come by the uh, Backyard Studio sometime? Uh, Arena there, A veteran of Uh, the Backyard Arena. Yeah, a a veteran in the Backyard, currently, uh, because we need people that we don't have to pay, because apparently somebody doesn't want to keep using their budget up. That's you, Tim. I was talking about you. Yeah, Uh, I, uh, I get it. Yeah. We gotta choose a winner here. Clockwork Orange or Pacific Rim. Now, I I kind of like the idea of watching like a updated like kaiju battle big city with robots. I remember the reason why I didn't why I wasn't interested in it, I think was because somebody told me it wasn't that good. And for some reason I listened to that person. But then I had a hundred people tell me, oh, it's really good. And then it was no longer in theaters. And then I was like, well, if I'm not going to see it in theater, then I'm just not going to watch it. Because it's like a movie that I need to see in theater. A summer blockbuster movie like that is one that you really should experience in a theater. Right. If I'm not mistaken, is that a Del Toro movie? The first one or the second one? I have no idea. 
I believe I believe if the research team could verify that at some point, I believe it is like uh, Del Toro had something to do with it. But Clockwork Orange, of course, a cult classic. Everybody raves about how great it is. Man, I don't know, but I'm I am open. I am interested. So, Tim, Clockwork Orange, Pacific Rim, what's moving on? Research team has just handed me a piece of paper, and apparently, yeah, Guillermo del Toro did, in fact, direct uh, the first Pacific Rim. With that said, though, Clockwork Orange, wow, what a movie. Um, if you are into, I, I wouldn't call it probably a dark comedy, but it is a dark movie that I really appreciated. The Clockwork Orange goes right through. Literally not going to give any time of day or Charlie Day to Pacific Rim because Clockwork Orange is is a must-see. <sighs> okay, there you folks, there you have it. I think some people are a little bummed out that we're not going to get big giant robots fighting big giant monsters, but Clockwork Orange advances. Yeah, it's a shame that those two were matched up together because uh, Clockwork Orange is, is near and dear to my heart. A coming-of-age story of delinquents that... Uh, mm. Mm, different endings also based on if you watched the English or American version. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I'll have to, I'll just, if it wins, we might have to discuss that. Tim bracket number three. Now, Tim, let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you go on Facebook a lot? Yeah, I do. Do you like liking pages on Facebook? Oh my God. It's one of the main reasons I go there. Well, Tim, the professional casual is on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And you can go over there and like the page. Of course, you'll get updates. You'll get uh, updates to when new shows are dropped, when new episodes are dropped of those shows. And more importantly, funny memes related to the episode Mm. that we are discussing. Tim, I'm very excited about uh, everything that's being produced over at Facebook.com slash I believe professional casual. I don't know. Just uh, search the professional casual network and it, it should come right up. It should pop right up. You know what? Do a little work yourself. Also the links on the professional on uh, professionalcasual.com. So just check out professionalcasual.com and you'll have links to the Twitter and the gram and the Facebook and the Patreon and everything else we do. Yeah. And probably check the show notes. Why don't you scroll a little, you uncultured swines. Yeah. What the fuck guys? Yeah. Step Jesus. up your game. You know what's going to be stepping up a game? That's bracket three. We are bringing the violence and we are bringing the horror. Tim, it's Gladiator. Mm. A Kurt Russell special. Nope. <laughs> Russell Crowe special. <laughs> versus Alien. Yes, Tim, that's right. The sci-fi horror movie. Is it sci-fi or is it horror? Or is it like just both? Because like, I've seen it classified as a sci-fi movie. Because it takes place, like, it's science fiction in the future. There's fucking aliens. I would say a science fiction thriller. Is it a thriller? Okay, because, like, the horror community seems to pretty, like, drive, like, want to stick their dick in it. As, like, it is our fucking, like, it's a sci-fi horror movie. Yeah. Emphasis on horror. Yeah, Um, I guess I've never thought of a movie being a sci-fi horror before, but from from the tone and the music and what's that? You ever seen Jason X? Nope. That's a sci-fi horror movie, and it will be something that we will discuss on patreon.com slash the professional casual bonus episode where Tim and I will be now reviewing Jason X at some point in the future. Thank you for that. Tim, it has actually legit spoiler, one of my favorite kill scenes ever in the entire Friday the 13th franchise. Okay. 
Yeah. So, anyway, back to bracket three. Gladiator versus Alien. Now, Gladiator. Uh, I don't know why I wouldn't like it. It's fucking violent mm-hmm. as hell. Yeah. I believe there's tigers in it. Right? There are. There yeah. Are, I, at least two tigers. That's dope as hell. Not one, but two. Yeah. I mean, they're no, they're no Joe Exotic. No. But, but you yeah, got Joaquin Phoenix in there, too, which is almost as good. Uh, he's like a third tiger. Yeah. It's true. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix always looks dead in the eyes to me. Maybe that's mm. why it kind of turned me off. Yeah, he does. But it fits his role in this, at least. Oh, does it? Oh, well, then, yeah, well, I mean, it's a properly, properly casted. I can tell you, Tim, why I don't like this. The part where Kurt Russell, Russell Crowe, <laughs> is talking about his wife. Yeah. He describes her, I believe, as having either blonde hair or dark hair. Either or. But when they cut to her, she has the opposite color hair. Took me directly out of the movie. I stopped watching it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just no. I, I get it. it yeah. If I mean, if they yeah. can't even remember their own shit that they got going on, I mean, why give yeah, them I more attention? Why give them more attention than they spent on the details? Uh huh. Exactly. I I don't do inconsistency. I stopped watching Silence of the Lambs, Tim, because he says uh, Chianti instead of Chianti, and I would just never again did I ever watch Silence of the Lambs. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim, mo- a movie has to be completely consistent throughout the entire thing, or I will uh, just shit all over it. I will actually shit on the DVD and mail it back to the production company. Do you tape the hole first? Nope. Or do you, fold, do you only shit on one side and then fold it in half like a sandwich? No, I put it back in the case and then I take a shit and then I close it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, clamshell yeah. makes it a lot better, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I don't have to touch my own poop, Tim, if I don't have to bust out the poop knife, which I learned about <laughs> <laughs> on episode three of The Space Boutique Presents, I saw a tiger, Tim. Yeah, a poop uh, knife's important. You didn't have a poop knife in your house growing up? I did not. I had three seashells from Demolition Man. Never had a poop Oh, like what do you do when your poop's too big to flush? You use the, you use the seashell. Oh, gotcha. All right. Yeah, our family yeah. used a poop knife. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I didn't they have They always that. kept Just... it in the laundry room, though, which was like downstairs, and we didn't have any bathrooms downstairs. So if you needed the poop knife, I mean, you, you had to hope that someone was home so you could yell to them to bring it up. Or you had to, like, do that weird pants around your ankles, like walk downstairs through the house to get the poop knife to bring it back upstairs so you could cut your log. Wow. Uh, nobody thought to just keep the poop knife in the in the bathroom? No, maybe it was like a it was for guests thing, like they didn't want our poop knife out or something. I don't know. My parents were uh, weird. What if you had taped the poop knife to the other end of the plunger? Like the hand, like the top handlebar? So it was like a dual wheel Oh, that would have been smart. Especially since episode one, Phantom Menace came out around that time, so everyone could have been Darth Maul poop knifing. Oh, that was a miss, missed opportunity. Shit. Literally. Literally. Um, but Tim, the Gladiator, uh, super violent, super awesome, Joaquin Phoenix, Kurt Russell, Russell Crowe's in it. Um, going up against the Alien. Tim, I... Okay, so I watched Aliens, mm-hmm. and I watched Alien 3, whatever the fuck it was called. 
but I've never actually watched the original because I had so many friends that loved it so much. I kind of already knew all the crazy things that happened in it. Well, it's but I've parodied on everything. Start- you know what I mean? You've seen most right, of the movie exactly. from Family Guy or The Simpsons or something. Uh, yeah, uh, Bob's Burgers, of course, does like a musical version of it. Yep, which is uh, where they do like Freaky Friday with Alien. It's actually a really good episode, but. I never like I never went back, which is crazy to me because the lead actress who research team helped me out because apparently you're going to help Tim, but not me. So, Tim, could you ask the research team to help to help me out with that? I don't remember her name, but she's like got no pants on the majority of the movie and a crop top. Oh, Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't. For some reason, Wanda kept saying Renota Ryder. I know that wasn't right. No, she does. She's got no pants on. Tim, I believe a crop top. She's sweaty. She's working her ass off. She's killing things. Tim, it's got everything I love. It's got fucking aliens. It's got fucking guns and it's got fucking like boobies. Why would I not want to watch this movie? I don't know. I like horror movies, but I have to watch them during the day with the lights on because mm-hmm. like, I get too creeped out otherwise. Yeah. So, Tim, Gladiator versus Alien. We have to pick a one. What are we choosing? So... I mean, it seems like I'm I'm kind of going down the list and choosing probably the things you didn't want me to to send to the next round, but I'm gonna do it again <laughs> and choose Gladiator. What a great movie all the way through. That's not normally my type of film, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's a movie that me, someone who normally thinks that people who call movies films are pompous and douchebags, uh, mm-hmm. actually use the word film instead of movie. It's a great movie film. Hmm. Like our friends over at the Wreck My Podcast, go check their podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, they Wreck are... My Podcast, if you guys are the type of people that refer to it as films. I didn't mean that. Yeah, Tim. I mean, way to just shit on my friends, and hopefully yours too, Joe, Cam, Kreger, and Jordan, the host of the show, Wreck My Podcast. Uh, they're a bunch of film dudes, and they kind of... Listen, okay, so uh, a, a real quick story. I love Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they literally, for an entire episode, just shit on me <laughs> because I like the Running Man by with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, an entire like the entire movie or the entire episode, they just shit on about why why I'm wrong and they're right, and it's an awful movie. And I'm telling you, it's probably some of his best work. Okay, there we go. We clarified that. But Gladiator, Tim's moving on. Yeah, Gladiator movie? Gladiator was a great Dang. movie, man. Okay, all right. It's like four hours long, though, isn't it? It is long, and it's even longer. My experience watching it for the first time, I was a young lad, um, and my dad took me to it on a rainy day when we were at this camp that we would go to to spend a week every year, and um, the storm made the power go out. And uh, Oh! So it's towards the beginning. Someone gets their head chopped off, like super right in the beginning, and uh, then the power goes out. And then we were stranded at this place, and this was before cell phones, so we couldn't really call, and, you know, it was not a good time. But they gave us free tickets to come back, and, you know, really good movie. Great movie. Huh. No shit. I actually had that happen to me during, uh, I went to go see the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. And right when Doctor Doom, like, it's the climax fight scene, right when Doctor Doom is, like, supercharging all that electricity, the bulb in the projector blew and we sat there for 10 minutes thinking that it was part of the movie because we could still hear the sound, but the bulb in the projector blew. So we didn't get So there was no picture. We're like, Oh, they're just fighting in the dark now. Like he just, he just killed all. This is a really weird 
like production choice like directing choice but okay yeah and then the guy who owned the theater like came in he's like yeah my ball blew so i'll give everybody a refund um sorry my friend ryan and i went to go see the movie wild wild west with will smith when we were like 13 and there was a storm and the power went out and once again i thought it was part of the movie or there was just something they were going to fix quick until water started rushing in from under the emergency exit and started to fill up the front of the theater. Oh, at the at the Southside Mall. At the Southside Mall. Back, not a sponsor. Back when it was a well, it was a Hoyts at the time. But uh, oh wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. So then we once again before cell phones and the power was out. So uh, we had to wait in line, almost like Titanic, waiting for the water to either kill us or everyone to be able to move out. We got free tickets to come back. And uh, then we had to walk home in a, like, really bad storm because we couldn't call anyone for a ride. Huh. Yeah. Son of a gun, Tim. The fourth round. Two movies. Now, I uh, I curated this list because I just scrolled through Rolling Stone's 100 Greatest Movies of All Time and then just picked movies from this list, except for Pacific Rim. I don't remember Pacific Rim being on that list, but I just wanted to see it really bad. I was kind of hoping it would win, so I put it on this list. <clears throat> but um, we we have the last bracket has two movies that I was like, I don't know. Like, I've never seen them. They sounded interesting. They were ranked really high on the uh, on the list. They were like at least in the top 15, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, we have. The second most famous sci-fi movie that uh, Harrison Ford is a part of, Blade Runner, (laughs) going up against the Goodfellas. That's right, the Goodfellas, a gangster movie that has, uh, I think, Al Pacino, uh, Robert De Niro, and my cousin Vinny. Yeah, I think that's his uh, legal name is my cousin Vinny. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Because, like, to be fair, those guys are in pretty much every fucking gangster movie yeah. that was produced in, like, the 90s to, like, early-ish 2000s. Right, yeah. Meet the Fockers. Uh, yep. Meet the mm-hmm. Parents. Mm-hmm. The Casino. Third one, the third one in the series. Uh, all had uh, Al- Robert De Niro. Yes, um, and all widely acclaimed as amazing... Uh, gangster movies. Gangster movies, yeah. Yep. Yeah. B- ben Stiller surprisingly good organized mob crime syndicate leader i was not expecting it he does a great job though he really he really plays the i don't want to be here guy maybe um, that's just him in real life no yeah and shout out to ben stiller too he just lost his father um jerry stiller so sorry sorry man i know you're a big fan of the podcast and you know just really wanted to make sure that you were doing okay yeah, uh, a very sad Jerry uh, Jerry Stiller. Of course, famous for Seinfeld. Yeah, and, and Zoolander. Also, uh, and Zoolander. And I actually, so I never watched Seinfeld. I thought Seinfeld was fucking stupid. So I never really watched Seinfeld. I knew him from King of Queens, yeah. a much better show. I mean, I feel like that's a really, that's a really controversial statement to make. But um, it's... I'm it's not going to respond only, to it because I no longer I don't want to be linked to that. I'm more ashamed of that statement than I am of uh, Marcus being slaughtered on this show just moments ago. I mean, I I read it out of your dream journal, so I don't really know why 
no deny that but it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine tim blade runner versus good fellas blade runner a movie that it takes place in the like in the future um it's very cyberpunk right i think it's kind of like is it the first like maybe mainstream version of like a cyberpunk movie that's actually like well produced and and uh, and i remember people going crazy about it because they like they re-released they remastered it with like all these new visuals Mm -hmm. and then they made a spiritual sequel too Right, which I did not see that either. Um, I um, I want to just point out that uh, Blade Runner does not take place in the future. It took place last year in 2019. Oh fuck, man! That <laughs> yeah. okay? Starting starting to be a little dated. <laughs> okay, shit, damn, they really missed the boat on like what they thought we were going to get in 2019. Yeah, flying cars and <sighs> yeah, man. Um, but I have no idea what the movie's about. I believe he plays like a, a he plays like a, a gentleman detective. named Deckard Kane, yeah, whose job it is is to go around and find rogue replicants, and a replicant mm-hmm. is uh, you know a person looking android. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's his job. He goes around and, and hunts him down. Tim, can I be honest? It mm-hmm. sounds like the plot to I Robot by Will Smith, which is like way way better. Listen, if you are going to keep making these statements, you need to ramp them way down. One per episode at most, we are going to get... Wait, 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 no, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's let's hold the bracket for a minute. You're telling me that, like, legitimately, I Ro- you did not enjoy iRobot by Will Smith? Compared to Blade Runner, one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time? No, but I didn't. Okay, here's, the, here's my thing. It's like 19 hours long. I looked at how many minutes there is in Blade Runner. It's cyberpunk and that's super dope and I love that as a concept. You cannot convince me that it's better than fucking iRobot. Does he crack jokes like Will Smith? Blade Runner's like two hours long, man, first off. The remake made it like 19 hours long. I remember that being on the Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I just... I don't, I don't know, man. The things that come out of your mouth sometimes. I robot better than Blade Runner. Ooh. Okay. He cracks jokes and is solving a crime. It's, it's, it's almost Apex Will Smith. Like it's veteran Apex Will Smith, right? He's done enough acting. It's visually a stunning movie. It's got action. I, I. I would argue it's got Will Smith just being a boomer because he doesn't understand technology. That is the entire yes, that's movie. That's what makes it good, but he's also part robot. Ugh. All right, let's let's move on because we're not gonna we're not gonna get past this. It's it's right now. I'll say it. Top three Will Smith movies for him. I just want to let you know that um, there's two Men in Black movies that star Will Smith, and also Wild Wild West. So if that is in your top three Will Smith movies, I. Oh. See, here's, this okay. might be the end goes, of our professional goes, career goes, together. My movies, my Will Smith movies, Men in Black, mm-hmm. I Am Legend, okay. I Robot, Wow Wow West, and then maybe like Hitch. Hitch? It's got Kevin James in it, man. All right. Yeah, you're right. It does have Kevin <laughs> yeah. James in it. <laughs> it's um, which we've already established that I love King of Queens, which is what Jerry Stiller is most famous for. Yeah, I mean, I think you're forgetting Bad Boys. I think you're forgetting... Um, ah, okay, Bad Boys 2, maybe, like, number 6? 
But I actually not terribly fond of the first Bad Boys. Okay. I like the second one a lot better. What about some of other Will Smith's other movies? Obviously, like I said, Bad Boys, uh, Bad Boys Two, uh, Bad Boys for Life. You know, did you see Bad Boys for Life? No. It was kind of a cash grab. Hancock. Oh fuck! I forgot. Yeah. Bright. Okay. Bright has orcs in it. Do you know how I've much never, I like orcs? I've never seen Bright. I've never seen Bright. I haven't I either, but it has orcs in it. I know, and like I've heard it's really good. Uh, also, I've heard it's amazing. What about things like you know Shark Tale? He was in Shark Tale. He sure was. Fuck! I don't remember that at all. Anchorman Two. Okay. He was. Yeah, he was in the. Um, he was one of the other news reporters in the big brawl scene. How did I never notice that? I've never noticed that he was in that movie. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Also, yeah. not, not just wow. one more. Um, uh-huh. The Secret Life of Bees. Oh, that's fair. Yo, Secret Life of Bees is pretty dope. Not to be confused with Bee Movie with Jerry Seinfeld, but um, Secret Life of Bees. Great Will Smith oh, Of course, movie. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld was uh, the star of Seinfeld, the second most famous movie that Jerry Stiller was famous for. Right. Mm-hmm. after King of Queens, which had Kevin James in it, which also uh, he was in Hitch with Will Smith, i.e. number five. All right. But we should probably save a whole Oh, yeah, we're doing Smith like stuff. a bracket thing here. Right, Blade good. Runner versus Goodfellas. Now, we, we have the year-old futuristic movie um, <laughs> in Blade Runner <laughs> going up against Goodfellas. Okay, so here's my thing about Goodfellas. And why mm-hmm. I probably never saw it. I am not a huge gangster movie fan. Mm. They all fucking look the same to me yep. because it's always the same actors. Mm-hmm. I'll say it right now. Fuck the Godfather. I never found those interesting. The story drags on way too fucking long. I don't know why there's three parts in it. The, <laughs> the Don guy fucking bugs me. I don't know why. <laughs> and like, like the ah, there's a horse in my bed. Yeah, like that's cool. But other than that, like I couldn't give two shits about like gangster movies. I will say, Casino, I actually thoroughly enjoyed. I had to take a casino management class in college, and uh, we had to watch that movie to understand like the history of like where Vegas came from because mm-hmm. they actually do a great job of discussing that. Um, because that casino, I believe, is actually based on real people during that time i actually really liked casino but it did start to fucking drag on also everybody that's in fucking casino is also in goodfellas pretty damn close to it um de niro's in it yeah my cousin Vinny's in it and there's like <laughs> another there's like another guy that's in it i um i haven't seen goodfellas or the godfather or godfather part two or three i have seen the god thumb which was based on the godfather by steve yeah steve odekirk famous for the movie kung pao Oh, compound into the fist. Yeah. Yep. Yo, Neosporin. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Um, Classic. Though I have seen the segment on the documentary Animaniacs, uh, The Good Pigeons. So I feel like I pretty much know everything about The Goodfellas and um, The Godfathers from from those shows. So that said, I'm going to go with another personal choice because this is all about me and making you watch a movie that I like. So mm-hmm. I actually haven't seen Blade Runner either. So uh, I've seen the sequel though, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. I think we're gonna go Blade Runner. Ooh. 
Okay, okay. We we kicked out the old, dusty, stereotypical gangster Italians, and we're bumping in Harrison Ford in cyberpunk. Amazing. Totally a ripoff of iRobot. I like it. <laughs> I like where it's going. <laughs> Moving on, Tim. Yeah. Semifinals. Here we go. We've got The Matrix going up against... No, we don't. No, no we don't. We had the Princess Bride. See, I don't have the research team here. The Princess Bride going up against Clockwork Orange. The first round two I took. Very, again, two very different movies. Yeah. <laughs> both movies that are great for kids and families uh-huh. to watch together. Uh, both uh-huh. coming of age stories about love. Both uh, feature the music of Beethoven's uh, 13th Symphony very heavily. Oh, really? Yeah. In the first, in the first round, I took some liberties. For sure. Mm-hmm. Clockwork Orange holds a very special place in my heart. Malcolm McDonald in it is just stellar. It's just such a such a great, beautiful, dark movie. But this is the greatest movie that you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Princess Bride certainly is probably higher on the list in many ways, shapes, or forms uh, as, a, as a greatest movie of all time, even if... Oh, I don't want to make this decision. I really want to move Clockwork Orange ahead, but I think I got to go with The Princess Bride. Wow. Okay. I really thought you were going to go Clockwork Orange on that. But Princess Bride is advancing to the finals in a, I would, I would, maybe not a, it's a more popular movie. So I guess you can't call it an upset, but I really thought you were going to go Clockwork Orange. I really wanted to. Just, just the fact that you can classify Clockwork Orange as a cult classic, I feel to be true to the bracket. You need to move ahead the the more popular overall well-rounded movie. Okay, okay, I can give I can give you that. I can give you. You got to stay true to the bracket. You got to be true to the bracket, Tim. The other semifinal match we have Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Yep, Gladiator going up against uh, Blade Runner. Two wildly different movies. One that is probably action-packed. Of course, we got Joaquin Phoenix in there. Mm-hmm. You know, we got uh, Russell Crowe in there. I think yes, we do have Russell Crowe in there. We've got um, probably Kurt Russell too. If I looked hard enough, <laughs> we've also got uh, uh, you know set in and you know uh, a, a a set in historical twenty nineteen. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Actually, much more accurate of of today's current. 2019 which was a year ago because it's 2020 in the year of our lord but gladiator like action-packed a bit long but action-packed there's chariots there's fucking tigers i remember i do i do okay one thing i do remember is like from the like trailer is a dude drops this like face mask and it's like a metal face mask Mm -hmm. off his helmet thought that was super dope but i never watched the movie tim i never saw it but it's going up against blade runner Arguably the greatest sci-fi movie apparently time. Harrison Ford. I'm a big Harrison Ford. I love Han Solo. You know, I think I I think I connect the most with Han Solo out of any Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Han. I love I love Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford is probably one of my favorite actors, easily in my top five. Definitely below Will Smith, though. I will say that they should have done a movie together. God damn, they should have done a movie. Yeah, that would have been a banger. Actually, they may have. Did they do a movie together? I, I mean, that sounds so familiar, right? Like he plays like Harrison Ford is like the old grizzled dude. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a thing. 
but Blade Runner, I mean, like, okay, so I remember visually, visually it is beautiful. Stunning. Uh, but just complete opposite of what Gladiator is. So, Tim, if you had to select a winner to go to the finals to face against the Princess Bride, Gladiator, Blade Runner. Unfortunately, this I, this this is a perfect matchup like the last one was, where mm-hmm. you have one that is so much that I liked significantly more, but trends more to a niche market and as a cult classic. Now, Blade Runner is directed by Ridley Scott, who also did Alien, so I feel like maybe uh, this is rough, but I think Gladiator has to move ahead, move ahead. more popular, wow. well-rounded movie for mass audiences, while Blade Runner is so good. I think, really, you should be watching everything on this list. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm only going to watch one, Tim, and then I'm, I'm going to pretend like every other one except for, for uh, Pacific Rim doesn't exist. Oof. Yeah. All right. Gladiator goes ahead. Gladiator goes ahead into the finals. Tim, let's take a quick commercial break while I go take a pee and we let the crowd stretch it out. If we have any plugs, let's insert them. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I'll be right back. I'm going to piss my pants if I don't go. Okay. Yeah, hold on. So while Big Chuck is peeing, uh, feel free to check out the professional casual Dot com. There you'll find links and also just all the podcasts. Most recent, level ones, trailers, episode zeros. We got everything there. We have Big Fiction Energy, which is uh, Dan Cole's uh, story, uh, Landy Girl Without Fear, which you can also find on Amazon. Shot chapter to chapter, fully voice acted by, by Dan, myself, and, and Dan's wife, Danny. We have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventures, which is an actual play of Warhammer fantasy roleplay uh, run by Dan. Um, that includes myself, Dan, Danny, Alex P. Nelson, as well as JB. Great group, great story, a uh, lot of fun. We also have The Space Between Presents, hosted by Danielle Cole, um, which goes through miniseries on Netflix and Hulu and other stuff like that. First up, we have The Tiger King. That one is just about complete now. You can check out most of the episodes of that. Actually, they might already be out by the time that this airs. Really good deep dive each individual episode as well as the additional eighth episode and the Hulu special. Last but not least, we also have The Space Between where Dan Cole and I go over comic events, nerdy movies, and video games. First episode is up right now. You can check out our review of Final Fantasy VII Remake and let us know what you think about the ending and the whispers and everything else that's uh, involved with that. Also, check out Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, our advice podcast where we take questions and themes from you, the viewer or listener. Ask us for some advice. Ask us what we're doing. It's up to you. But all of the questions that are answered and the advice that are given on that show is from you, the viewers. So follow us on Instagram, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, and obviously check us out at ProfessionalCasual.com where you can ask us questions and, hey, we'll answer them. Thank you, those wonderful sponsors. Uh, Tim, we're moving on to the finals. Yeah. We've got the Princess Bride going up against Blade, no, Gladiator. Oh, man, I tell you, this this research team doing horrible in my notes. I don't even understand how they're affecting my notes, Tim. If they're not going to help me, they're going to help you. Are you paying them off, Tim, to mess um, with my stuff now? Not directly, no, but you had tried to have one killed last week and signed my name to do it. 
they will no longer deal with you directly unless something very drastic changes soon. Tim, I definitely remember uh, me firing him on your behalf. And then I, I was just trying to provide entertainment, Tim. Okay. You okayed it. All right. You, you're, 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 you signed off. On listen, it, all right. Listen, explosions over the eyes and everything. Listen, I am a backer of our own Patreon. Uh-huh. I have heard your session uh-huh. with Betty White. I have heard what you asked her to do, and I've heard how you went about it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Tim, I will say this: that the Patreon.com/slash Professional Casual, they the fans here just a couple of ducats, Tim. A couple of ducats can also hear me motivating and talking to Betty White. Um, trying to get her psyched up for her match, Tim. That's what that's what it was. That's it was what me that psyching was. Psyching her up. Yeah, it was me just psyching her up, man. Her and I, we have a little pep talk. We have a little rally. Uh, Tim, she didn't say one to me. She terrified me. Also, Tim, in that video, of course, or in that uh, alleged clip that you have, I'm not really even sure how obtained. Probably through a legal matter. Bernstein, Bernstein, and Peck, the legal eagles. <laughs> That's right. They were in there as well, Tim. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't allow me to send them out there if you know there was like a whole a whole thing. They they didn't hear. It. So, uh, it's fine, Tim. It's fine. The finals, Tim. We're getting right into it. The Princess Bride versus Gladiator, the greatest movie I've never seen. Tim, sell. Uh, here's here's my pitches. Right, mm-hmm. I have to sell you. Of why you should select this movie. Okay. Um, they say the Princess Bride is the Pacific Rim of movies that have Andre the Giant in them. Mm. They're great, mm-hmm. action-packed. You know, it's got comedy. It's it's got it's kind of got their own Charlie Day with the inconceivable guy, right? Like, yep. um, very similar. I could see where. Uh, people would like that movie because it sounds like Pacific Rim, the movie that I wish had won to begin with. But it's a classic. The the guy that's in it, the head dude, gorgeous. Yeah. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. It's a love story. It's an action story. It's a timeless story. It from my from what I'm being from what I've been told, it holds up to this day, visually speaking. So I could see I could see us watching that movie and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. But Gladiator, Tim, Gladiator is the hitch of dope-ass gladiatorial combat movie. It's It's got its own version. Like, Russell, I, I could be wrong about this, but Kurt Russell, Russell Crowe, actually talked with Will Smith about how he should uh, do the movie, mm. how he should do his role. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if I'm going to ask anybody, it's going to be Smith um, for acting advice because he's the greatest actor of our generation, easily. Also, they have their own, like, Gladiator has its own Kevin James in Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I, when I think Joaquin Phoenix, I think Kevin James. And when I think Kevin James, I think Joaquin Phoenix should act more like Kevin James. Yeah, Tim, you have to you have to pick a winner. Mm-hmm. The Princess Pacific Rim or the 
hitchitator. That one was a little harder to come up with. We should probably get the marketing department on some clever names. Tim, you have to pick a winner. Parents of Spride, Gladiator. What I'm, I'm am gonna, I going to watch? I'm going to be honest. I had a winner chosen, and mm-hmm. then you made your argument, mm-hmm. and you linked the movie Hitch mm-hmm. to Gladiator. Mm-hmm. So I have to choose the Princess Bride now. Oh, wow. I was not expecting that at all. Tim, the Princess Bride, the crowd goes somewhat excited because they seem to really like the movie. Princess Bride. Yes, they go. They just, they love it. Tim, they love it so much. Really, I think, lifted their spirits after just the massacre of Marcus. Marcus. Um, the other reason I couldn't choose the Gladiator movie is um, the main character's name is Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> oh, wow. I'd also like to say, definitely didn't get the the uh, Backyard Deathmatch Championship from the Coliseum idea. Because we, as an original idea, we definitely didn't steal it from the Gladiator, just in case they tried to sue us, Tim. Ironically uh, enough, the movie The Gladiator yeah. is about Marcus's entire family dying. And not oh. Marcus dying in front of oh. his entire family. I mean, spoiler, but cool. Tim, there we have it. The Princess Bride wins it. Now, Tim, this is what's so special about this particular bracket. The winner, The Princess Bride, I will be watching it. You will be watching it. Mm-hmm. And then over at patreon.com slash the professional casual as a nice bonus episode over there. You and I will review and discuss this movie. Does it does it live up to the hype that you've prepared for me? Did you still enjoy the movie after all these years? And more importantly, how are we going to shit on it? Because that's what we do here. Tim, shitting on things and dick jokes. Dick jokes. That's that's our bread and butter, man. That that's is. That's actually how we, we spread our, our butter on our bread is with our dicks. It's actually, it's very true. I found that it doesn't break the bread as easily. But yeah, you get a lot of hair on it. (laughs) You get a lot of hair. A lot of hair. The real question is, now that this bracket is over, how am I going to be able to get you to watch The Clockwork Orange and Blade Runner? (sighs) I mean, they're dead to me, officially. They don't even exist in my my belief system. Right. you know what? I will say this. This will not be the only time that we, there are a lot of movies. So they could <laughs> potentially end up again on another bracket. As I say, the movies I haven't seen could fill a Hollywood video. <laughs> Tim, those are quite large. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even a, a blockbuster. I Let's not get carried away. I don't know, Tim. I, there's a lot of movies. I- yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, Tim, what would you say while I go through the uh, the last little bit of the plugs here? You think about the f- most famous movie you've never seen. If you like this show, please check out our other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network, like The Space Between Presents, I Saw a Tiger, which is almost, uh, uh, almost wrapped up, but you can also check out the normal version of The Space Between featuring Dan Cole and Tim France, as well as Big Fiction Energy. Uh, where Dan, Tim, and Danny do a little read-along of Dan's book that I've never read because I don't read things like we established prior. Tim, any other exciting things going on over at the Professional Casual? 
Yeah, we have two other new shows um, coming out. Uh, the first one is a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, which is an actual play podcast of the Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay System, 4th edition, um, that features uh, myself, Danny, Dan, uh, a gentleman by the name of Alex P. Nelson, and JB. Oh, oh, oh um, my sweet potato pie. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We also have another show coming out called Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, which is a advice podcast where we take questions and topics from you, the listener. So you can feel free to submit questions or things that we can help you with over on Patreon or Twitter, Facebook, or the website directly. You can also always email us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com to ask us a question. Uh, We will answer it to the best of our ability. And that ability is subpar at best. I, I hope, I believe I will be on that show very soon. So obviously check it out when I'm on it. Because that's the only thing that matters is when I'm on shows. Tim, you can also check out my friends and hopefully yours soon. Work my podcast. Joe, Kreger, uh, Jordan and Cam discuss things each week uh, from their childhood movies TV, everything discussed, determine whether it's actually like wrecked their uh, childhood or their, you know, their nostalgia or whatever. They also have a great, what actually, what I'm enjoying more lately is the Around Around Table, where they discuss things like their hashtag problems, things that they're stoked on, and of course, a fun little trivia. Tim, as of this recording, they just did trivia on Memorial Day. Ooh. Yeah. It was. It was a thing that I listened to, and I liked it, let me tell you. You can also go check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, where my friend Brian Breaker and Bane discuss everything from wrestling to movies to comic books, television shows, and interviews each week with just random people from Oklahoma. I have a feeling that maybe, perhaps, Breaker just pulls people off the street and interviews them. Hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I also and always it, like hearing I, the name Krager. That's a Krager great name. The, you know what? It's a shame that he's not that great of a person. Arguably one of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. I love Krager. Krager is great over at the record podcast. Also, season the season one finale of uh, The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger is airing next week. Oh, Tim, I'm really sorry. I got to plug this because I somehow got contractually obligated to do it. Okay. Uh, There's a podcast that Bane is a part of that somehow my name got on a contract that says I have to promote it. It's known as No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Okay. Bill Benis is a 18-year-old veteran who's taken the last 16 years off in the professional wrestling uh, like industry, he somehow convinced Bane to help him. It's kind of like a weekly episodic story. They just finished up season two. Um, Bill Benis, arguably one of the worst people I've ever met in my entire life, though I've never actually met him. Um, somehow he is able to hack um, accounts. I ordered a T-shirt. From their from their store, he went in and hacked my account, Tim, and ordered me a No Holds Barred with Bill Benis T-shirt. I don't even understand how it happened. He somehow went in and just ordered it for me. 
I did not ask him to. Um, did he know your he, size? No, he sent me the wrong size. It was a small. Oh. Yeah. If you if you like weekly episodic shows with a really interesting story of just how shitty a person is, and more importantly, if you know Breaker, Breaker beats the shit out of him at one point. It's hilarious. Go check out No Holds Barred with Bill Benis. Tim, I think that's it. So I must say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck. For Tim, when he comes home, he's always got that champagne on ice. That's nice mentality, friends. We say goodbye, stay safe, and remember, leave the blood on the bracket. This has been Elite Eight Showdown. A special thanks to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games in Oneana, New York, who has gifted us a Catacan Colonel model to give away to you, our fans. For your chance to win, follow us on Twitter at Top Tier Casual, The Professional Casual on Instagram, or follow the Professional Casual Network on Facebook. You can get an extra entry for each, as well as extra entries for being a background Patreon or leaving a review for any or all of the Professional Casual Network shows on Apple Podcasts. That's up to six additional entries for leaving reviews on each. Also, please give the Bearded Dragon some love on Facebook at facebook.com slash bdcomics and beardeddragongames.com. We will be taking entries up to June 29th at 11.59 p.m. A winner will be drawn live on June 30th.